0: You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Tuesday, which means this is our hashtag one big idea episode. In these episodes, you'll hear some of the best big ideas from incredible practitioners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs within our community. Here we go. Sangram here. Welcome to the Flip My Funnel podcast. Uh, this is the daily podcast, and uh, I'm super excited to have Lincoln here with me. Lincoln is someone I came to know in the last two, three years, Lincoln Murphy, and he's the global authority when it comes to customer success. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, one of the tweets that I remember from Dharmesh Shah, who's the co-founder of HubSpot, was uh and, and most people know Dermesh and, and and his authority in the inbound world and he said if there was one person you should talk to about customer success it's Lincoln and I'm like man I got to really check this guy out um so Lincoln has spoken at the Funnel conference as well and and when it comes to customer success I think there's a lot of uh a lot of noise there around what is customer success, customer success, customer delight and whatnot. So we're gonna dig into that. We're gonna talk about customer success versus happiness, uh, some metrics and and what the the myth is versus what the reality is. And really at the end of the day, if you are a business and if you're in marketing or sales, like having a great retention and customer success could be the reason your company becomes super successful or, or fail and, and go in flames. So we're going to touch on some of that in a little bit. But if, if, without further ado, Lincoln, welcome to the show. Oh, hey, man. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Yeah, dude, uh, it's been a while. So before we get into the, the nitty gritty and the crux of customer success, uh, which I'm sure a lot of people want to learn more about regardless of what, what they're in, because we all have a duty when it comes to customer success Uh, you know talk about your wrestling i know one of the things that when when i had you here for a day uh, at the terminus office and you spend and and the customer success team still talks about how amazing it was uh you shared with me like hey here's my wrestling thing and i was like man you should be talking about it all the time and and seems like uh you are now again retraining uh, for wrestling so talk to us a little bit about that
1: yeah man well it's 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 funny. I, I, so we're talking about professional wrestling. We're talking about WWE-style professional wrestling, Woo! just to be clear. Yeah. And, yeah, and I did it uh, a long time ago. I uh, wrestled for about seven years and got out of it and then almost kind of tried to hide from that past and, you know, to, to be more professional, to be more, uh, I guess, normal. And, and the reality is uh, it's always been a part of me. And yeah, I think at one point I just, I found it, somebody finally posted a clip because when I was wrestling, it was, YouTube wasn't around. So a lot of stuff was not, uh, not necessarily available, found a clip of me doing some stuff, send it to you. And you're like, yeah, you should be using this. (laughs) But what that, that conversation wasn't just, you know, I should be talking about this when I, when I do a keynote presentation, you know, or something like that, but kind of just got me thinking about, you know, that was actually one of the, the best times of my life and, you know. One of the things that I found just in my professional life is that the more authentic I am, uh, the more just just real I am, the more successful I am, the more successful I am with working with my clients. And um, I realized that I was trying to suppress this part of my life, uh, not just hide from it, but also kind of keep myself from going back to it. And I just decided to, to stop all that. You know, I, I, uh, so I started training again, started going back, uh, training in 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 the wrestling ring uh (laughs) uh, so i am constantly in pain now um but in a really good way and and the main thing is like i said and it's really true the more authentic you are i think you just it it takes it lowers a lot of barriers that you're kind of putting up for yourself uh when it when it comes to being successful now some people would say well gosh you know that's kind of a controversial thing wrestling not not controversial in like a really bad way but just isn't that going to turn some people off to you you know isn't isn't it uh you know, it kind of keeps you from being this really uh, just kind of straight corporate figure, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, man, because that's not who I am. It keeps me from being that way. And if somebody doesn't like me, if somebody doesn't want to use me to help them become more successful, you know, with if I can help them with customer success or whatever, they don't want you to, to bring me in because they don't like this side of me. Well, guess what? they're probably not going to like me anyway. Yeah. Right. And it's probably not going to work that well. So, you know, this is something that, uh, it's kind of, it's, 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 in, it's kind of an experiment as well. You know, just that, that being authentic, but, um, being authentic is, uh, is something that's never actually hurt me. And it's always, it's always been really positive. So this is just a, another part of who I am, um, wrestling, my roots and wrestling go back a long time. And, uh, you know, I'm also getting in pretty good shape, so that doesn't hurt either. Yeah, that's that's amazing.
0: I'm I mean, like, I was, I'm looking at your Twitter that says, "I support my pro wrestling habit by helping companies grow," <laughs> which I think is brilliant uh, to kind of tie because you're you're absolutely right. Like, if the more people know you, the better they will connect with you and probably listen and 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 follow through on some of those as opposed to just empty claps or things like that. So I'm I'm with exactly. you, thousand percent on it. And those are the relationships that matter at the end of the day and have a deeper meaning. So one of the reasons I wanted to jump on uh, with you, again, and given our relationship, but also was something you started talking about is, hey, look, there's a difference between customer success versus happiness. Yeah. And as, as a co-founder of a start uh, startup company, uh, building a, helping build a category and all that stuff, I'm like, ah, that's interesting because I always have thought about well look customers are the single most reason why we exist at the end of the day and if they are gone then you know the business doesn't exist so there's no other way to look at it but be really really customer obsessed and but at, but at the same time, you think about customer delight and, and things like that are doing unscalable things like, oh, uh, one of our customers got sick and we found out on Twitter. So we sent a gift like those are all really unscalable things that we do. And we see and we without expecting a return or something like that, but we see those kind of acts of just random things that are not part of a playbook goes a long way Uh, and i wonder where you know what what are your thoughts and what were you really thinking about when you said hey look customer success and happiness are two different things
1: yeah so it's this this is kind of a controversial thing because uh probably one of the main things i get pushed back on until we start to unpack it and then i think more people come around to understanding where i'm coming from so i mean let's be really clear Wrestling stuff aside, I'm not a psychopath, and I would like the people around me to be emotionally happy, right? I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't want that. I'm not saying if you find out somebody is sick that you don't send them a care package. That's just not why we're why we're doing customer success, though. That's fine to do, and that's that's awesome. But what we have to understand is that customer success is, well my definition of customer success is when your customers achieve their desired outcome Mm -hmm. through their interactions with your company. Now, what that means is that we have to work towards making our customers, well, successful, achieve this desired outcome. Desired outcome is their required outcome, the thing that they have to achieve, their business outcome, plus the appropriate experience in achieving that. Now, part of the appropriate experience, the, the experience that they need to achieve in order to feel successful with you may include uh, things like that, they might wanna do business with you because you have more of a personal touch than than other uh, companies. But more than likely, that's that's just a nice to have, it's not actually required. Um, so we have to look at what actually makes the customer successful. And we also have to understand, this is really where it gets into the, the argument about uh, success versus happiness. And that is, if our customers are just happy, they might still leave because we're not actually giving them yep. what they need. So, this is something I've talked about for several years. But the reason, the catalyst for this last sort of um, thread, I think you, you know, on, on social, uh, Twitter, and I think I also did it on LinkedIn, and 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 a lot of people weighed in, was that I finally realized after after talking to hundreds of companies around the world, it just hit me. It was like, oh, okay, now I get why people are so obsessed with happiness Mm. and it comes down to this it was a realization that was kind of uh it was a long time coming but it also was kind of painful because what i found and this is somewhat anecdotal i don't have it's not this isn't empirical evidence i'm not a research firm but this is just in my experience but i've talked to and worked with a lot of companies is that people who are obsessed with happiness of their customers often have not been given any sort of power any, any resources, any direction. They're usually uh, lower level junior, uh, unfortunately, junior folks that uh, were brought in just to make the customers happy. They weren't given any any tools or, like I said, any resources or direction. And so they don't actually have the ability to truly contribute to the success of the customer. So the only thing they can do is try to make the customer happy. And that's dude, that's a, that's a bad position to be yeah, in. Yeah,
0: yeah. I can clearly see like what, what you're getting at is like, and, and this is very really interesting. Um, we did this where uh, internally we're like, okay, our, our CSM, you know, you have a budget to kind of like, and, and pick a, pick whatever you want to do to kind of just be in front of your customers. But at the end of the day, if they're not successful then they're not going to renew because their job depends on this thing, right? Let's just not get yeah. around this thing. So it's not the the delighting is not the primary modification. It's just like, you know, we just want to be good people to work with. And we love working with other people. But, and, and so does hopefully every company on the planet. Sure. Uh, at the same time, the delight versus customer success shouldn't be confused. The customer success is actually ROI on the product they just bought. Uh, or a period of time that they can go to their executive team or whoever and show them that hey look I got this I've worked on this I implemented this and here is the success and that's the only way they can keep that product and renew versus a random
1: gift on a certain random day. Right. I mean the, the reality is a lot of times if we look at customers that churned out companies are often very surprised when 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 customers churn because they do you know they're like these guys were happy. Like yeah, you know, I mean, if happy customers did, didn't churn, then we, this wouldn't be a discussion. But we know that that happens. The other thing is, and this is kind of the, this is the thing that I've I've always talked about. Um, this this I knew just revelation uh, of of that sort of powerlessness leading to to a uh, happiness focus um, is is like I said, relatively new. But what I've talked about for a long time is that and this, this remains true very often, our customers that are the most successful are actually the ones that never seem happy. They're always pushing back on us. They're always asking for more. In fact, they they expect more from us because they know we're, you know, we're sort of better than that. You know, we can always be doing more. Um, they're always opening support tickets. They're always asking for new features. But, you know, that might be with us. But externally, they're they're advocating for us. You know, they'll never say anything nice to us. But they'll say nice things about us to everybody else. Um, but but if we don't understand the difference between happiness and success, and this is kind of the over, this is the overall idea behind this that that can lead to some some problems even in you know from an operation standpoint. If we don't understand the difference between happiness and success, we could start. We could take those customers that are that are seemingly unhappy, and We could put all of our energy and literally start to operationalize around trying to make them more emotionally happy when they're actually quite successful. And, uh, you know, at the same time, we could have the rest of our customers that seem happy, that maybe give us high NPS scores, that maybe um, say nice things to us. We could look at them and go, well, I don't have to worry about them right now but we're not looking at the 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 we're not really looking at what's going on success wise and it turns out those those customers that seem happy are not successful and so we end up operationalizing around the wrong customers so this actually could this misunderstanding between success and happiness it could lead you down the wrong path so it's it's a big deal to understand this it's but the that latest re- revelation was just sort of in line with what i see a lot that's going on in customer success which is kind of what I spoke to earlier, which is, you know, hiring a junior person to make your customer happy and calling yourself a customer success driven organization. is <laughs> not. Yeah. I love that, man. I think I also remember when you were here, You talked about
0: like, look, customer success is actually everybody's job. It's not a job of one person or one team. Um, While you know, people might argue like, well, so is marketing, so is sales. Like, everybody needs to do their job. Like, how how do you you know? Can you share an example um, because you work with so many different companies of where you've seen customer success done really really well, and what are maybe the one or two things that they do well that people can take
1: away from? Yeah, so um, it's. It's interesting when you have so I look at customer success as sort of two different things. So cut there's customer success, which is what a, a definition I gave of customer success is when your customers achieve their desired outcome through their interactions with your company. that's separate from customer success management. Mm. I call customer success sort of an operating philosophy, right? It's it, in in my experience, the companies, so to your to your question, my the companies that are just thriving and and getting, Uh, the, all the things that we want out of customer success, which really are our customers staying longer, buying more and advocating for us. And those things, if we get those leading to exponentially more revenue, you know, better valuation metrics, et cetera. I mean, this is a profound, uh, this can have a profound impact on literally the value of the company. Those companies have customer success as their operating philosophy. So that's the, that's the idea where, you know, you said, you know, the example, often is, you know, everybody's in sales, right? Well, no, not everybody. Everybody isn't in sales. Everybody actually can't close deals. Like that's not, that's not true. (laughs) But in customer success, if we look at it as an operating philosophy, well, actually everybody is at least impactful towards customer success inside of our organization. But it starts at the executive level it has to start at the executive level and and it just becomes part of everything that the company does if it's your operating philosophy now the other part of or the other the other customer success thing is customer success management and i separate them because i i want you to understand that you can have a customer success as you can have it as your operating philosophy and not actually have operationalized customer success management and you're probably still going to be okay because at least you're sanity checking everything against this idea of customer success if you if you spin up a customer success management organization, but you don't have customer success as your operating philosophy, I think you're gonna actually find it doesn't work so well because it is so cross-functional that it requires everybody to be working towards that same goal of making sure that the customers are successful. And so real quick, customer success management being different than customer success, customer success management is just the process of moving the customer toward their ever-evolving desired outcome. So that process It can be built into the product. It can be human powered. You know, um, it's probably going to be some combination of technology and and humans, though. Um, And the ratio of that is going to be defined by what the appropriate experience is for the customers. So there but they're different things. And so what it's very simple when we have a, a part of the organization that is called customer success management to look at them and go customer success is their job. I don't have to worry about that. I'm in product. I'm in marketing. I'm in sales. It doesn't matter. That's customer success over there. But if you look at what I just said, customer success management is one part of this customer success as the overall operating philosophy is really what's truly required for this whole thing to work. And if you have that as your operating philosophy, then you go, you look at sales and sales is customer success driven. They're not going to close bad fit customers. Right. They're they're only going to do business with customers that are that are a good fit. They're not going to bring in those those bad fit customers, knowing that if I do bring in a bad fit customer, nobody down the road is going to be able to help them be successful. Right. So we're only going to go after those good fit customers. And marketing is going to look at that and say, yeah, you know what? I'm only going to fill the top of the funnel with good fit customers. And sales is going to close those. And product is going to re sort of redo the, the product development roadmap, not to be internally focused or ego driven but rather customer-driven. Yeah. Right? And all those things are going to come into play. So that's, I don't know if that answers the question, but I mean, the best companies out there are the ones that, that get that.
0: The difference between the two. That, have,
1: exactly. Have customer success as their operating philosophy and also have some sort of formal operations around it.
0: Man, I love that. I mean, I think I, I didn't think about it that way. So this is definitely new and and very interesting for me just to, as a guy who's just trying to trying to help build a company is, oh, wow, there are just two different philosophies. So, So as we always try to do, like we try to keep these conversations super short, but super actionable. So here are the four or five things uh, I noted down. So first of all, this actually goes across for everybody. uh, And I love that you started off with this is that, you know, authenticity equals success. So the more you authentic you are, the more successful you are. And I've certainly seen that with you. Uh, being out there as, as customer success authority and evangelist uh, out there. And I, I believe that people want to see you. People want to, people want to take the mask off. So regardless of what field you're in, uh, if you're listening and if you're not being authentic, I think today's the day. Try to be more you and just see how people react to, to you. Uh, the second part, uh, I think this is very interesting and, and the definition of customer success, is is around desired outcome. Like, is are your customers getting your desired outcome? I'll take one step further with your permission, Lincoln. I said, like, that's true for even a sales call. Like, you know, what is your desired outcome on a sales call that you want to have and, and kind of tailor to that and get those expectations set. Or even if you're a new person, I, I get a lot of people who are like new in sales or marketing or just in their own jobs. And they were like, well, what is the desired outcome for your role? Um, so I think that, philosophy around getting uh, engagement and excitement around what is the desired outcome is, is a game changer and a really good idea. The, the third part that that I think is pretty revolutionary and I think LinkedIn you should really if you're not already writing and talking about it, you absolutely should do, which is had, happy customers can churn. And mm-hmm. that is a. I think that is a big idea. People don't recognize that. Hey, wait a minute. What happened with that customer? They were so happy. And I've seen that for sure here at Terminus and and Pardot and Salesforce and all the companies I worked for before. Is oh my goodness. You know that they're happy, but they're probably not. Uh, you know the customers who are pushing you the most. So don't confuse between happy customers and the customers who are pushing. As a matter of fact, right after this. Uh, on this recording, I'm going to go and find out which are the customers who have given us the most shit over the last, you know, six to eight weeks or something like that, because they are probably trying to push us to be better and we need to be spending more time with them. So I think that was a good reminder. So, so thanks for doing that. Uh, and the last one is, you know, don't confuse between customer success and customer management. And I think that has a very big overall philosophy is that customer success is it is yes everybody's that you're touching or helping customers in some way shape or form but customer management is different that's when their job is to just make sure the day-to-day operations are running so that's just just different man lincoln anything else you want to add as, as i kind of summarize and, and kind of uh finish off this podcast
1: no i mean i think you just you hit on those those are uh, five points I and mean, those are amazing um and if you, if everybody if everybody listening were to just take one or two of those and just take one of those and, and run with it, um, I think you're going to find that it makes you a lot more successful. Just focus on your customers and their success and, and your success will come. Yeah,
0: that's awesome, man. So, Lincoln, how can people find you getting in touch with you?
1: Uh, my website is 16ventures.com. It's where I publish all of my customer success uh, stuff. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Lincoln Murphy, um, and, and I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook and everywhere. So uh, Twitter and, and my, my website are probably the main places. Awesome.
0: And and Lincoln, for, for those, you know, you definitely got to follow him on, on on Twitter because he has one of the best one-liners that I've seen. I'm like, hmm, what, what did he mean by that? Uh, it, was, it was pretty cool. You actually have nailed that, uh, that game for sure. Lincoln, thank you so much for... Uh, you know, being on the show, and I'm sure no matter if if people are in marketing sales, customer success, or even a CEO listening to this, they, they gain more than just one thing
1: out of this. Stuff. That's pretty awesome. Amazing. Awesome. Thanks for having me, man.
0: Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at FlipMyFunnel.com.